Jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under $20,000. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape. And there are raccoons living in the engine. It's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood? Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under $20,000. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. This week, we are delighted to be sponsored by Pickertail. Now, every primary school teacher knows that we are always trying to promote reading for pleasure. So if you are a teacher listening to this, imagine a platform that allows you to access hundreds of amazing online digital eBooks. You can then set up your class with their own logins. So whether they're in class with you or learning from home, they can log in on a digital device and access a wealth of amazing fiction, non-fiction books, you can then on the teacher dashboard either assign reading homework or just track all the progress the children are making down to specific words they might be struggling to read there's the option to read books independently or with audio support there are then these fun quizzes and phonics activities to check children's understanding of what they've read and it goes right from reception up to year seven and get this you can access all of it for free Yeah, all you need to do is go to pickertail.co.uk forward slash school dash registration, get yourself signed up, get your children logged in, and then just get going with all these amazing interactive online digital ebooks. Hello and welcome to episode 78, season 4, episode 18 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. We are back, guys. I hope you've had another good week. Quite a weird week, really, uh, with everything going on in the news. But we're here to try and bring a bit of brightness, a little bit of a welcome distraction. And we have to start by saying that we are only weeks away from our next live episode, the end of term Easter ex- extravaganza, as someone mm-hmm. pointed out. We missed a trick there, didn't we? Um, and it's going to be another cracking night. So Thursday, the 1st of April, 8 o'clock, we'll be streaming a live episode of the podcast. Adam, you tell us what we've got involved, what's going to be happening. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh We've got some unbelievable confessions. We've got some amazing, amazing stories that we've kind of put to one side just for this special uh, episode because we know how everyone deserves it. We've got the return of Nana Maureen. Um, she's had both of jabs now, so we are we are kind of safe to record. So we've got Nana Maureen coming back. We've got Cotney John. It's going to be... It's just going to be a proper great laugh, basically. Uh, yeah, that's a real good, a proper good laugh. Just, yeah, just, you know, like we're not going to oversell it and say, you know, you're going to see special effects or you're going to see things. No, I was just going off the language you were using. It was that of a five-year-old, a proper <laughs> good laugh. It will that. be the equivalent of when the cat sat on the mat. <laughs> It's going to be really, really good. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I think you've sold it. I think if we don't outsell it now after that, 
I don't know what else we can do. But just to let you know as well, if you cannot join us live, because I know, obviously, if we if we stay on this roadmap, uh, come the 1st of April, you will be able to meet people in a park or group, group of six, or I think you can even go in a garden, can't you? Uh, and, and socially distant, have a few drinks that way. So if that's the case, if you have got something organised or you're going to be busy when we stream it live... You can still get a ticket and you'll have all of the Easter break to watch it at your leisure. So just making sure you get a ticket means that, you know, maybe the day after when you're hung over in bed, you'll be able to switch it on and have a bit of a giggle as we, uh, like say, share some funny stories that we've got planned. So you can go to the website to mrpspodcast.com or if you go to mrpict.eventbrite.co.uk, you can get your tickets there, five or a piece. We want to try and emulate the Christmas show, which was uh, bigger than the summer one. And uh, we'd like this one to be even bigger. So you can help with that. You can get involved, get a ticket, watch it whenever works out best for you. And um, yeah, we'll have a good we'll have a good laugh, good giggle along the way. So that's the first piece of... Oh, in, in fact, we will be announcing on that live show something very, very special. A very, very special announcement that um, we have kept under wraps for a couple of months, but we've finally got the green light to announce it. And we're going to save it until the Easter live episode to let you all know the next um, yeah, exciting project that will be coming out of the two Mr. P's in a podcast. So if you want to make sure you don't miss out on that breaking news, um, <laughs> make sure you get your tickets. And on that note, I also can announce that we have finally, we have finally rearranged all of the um, live shows we had planned. <laughs> So it's been a while. It's now been the second time we've had to rearrange. So it was due to be summer 2020. It's now, well, it would have been happening around now and we have moved it once again. So I can announce, and there are tickets for all the shows still available. Uh, obviously, if you've already got a ticket, that will still be valid. If for whatever reason you can no longer attend uh, the new dates, you will be able to get a refund if you just contact the venues. So remember, this is all organized through the venues. It's not through us. We've, we're just relaying the news. So our first or our next live show is actually going to be this side of summer, um, which, again, is still a bit touch and go in it. I'm not getting too excited about this because it could all change. But if uh, if the June date happens, then, you know, it'll be a good one. So this is Saturday, uh, the 17th of July is going to be the Leeds date. So just before the end of term, or is that the end of term? No, I think it's just before. So just before we finish, and what a way to celebrate. Uh, there are still tickets available, the wardrobe in Leeds. No matter where you are in the country, Leeds is a belting night out anyway, so just make a weekend of it. So you can get tickets for that, 7, 17th of July. Um, obviously, that is on the on the basis that we are where we need to be by June. If anything changes, we will let you know. And then as of September, we've got the Belfast show at the Black Box Theatre. That's going to be happening on the Saturday, 18th of September. We are then in Norwich on the 2nd of October at the Playhouse we are then going to be 
in Brighton. So the Brighton and Winchester dates are actually going to be happening during the half term. And the good news is the Brighton date, because we've moved it, uh, has given us the bigger room. So there's going to be more availability and they've actually changed the time. So it's going to be an evening show, which is, uh, which is better, I think. The Winchester is going to be Wednesday, the 27th of October. And then Saturday, the 4th of December will be our Leicester date. So there's still plenty of tickets available for each of those venues. We are, fingers crossed, hopefully going to be able to add maybe one or two uh, dates elsewhere. But if you just head over to the website, to mrpspodcast.com, all the links, all the updated dates, everything you need to know is there for you to, uh, yeah, get, get your tickets. Just get involved. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to add, Adam? No, just I, to be honest, I, I just can't wait. It's been, you know, I've had so many messages about, uh, you know, people saying, do you know when the dates are? And, you know, and obviously, we're, like you said, we're not really in charge of, of when they get rearranged for. But, but, you know, for anyone who's listening to this who's been to a live show, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just exactly what it says on the tin. It's just a good night of school bants. It's just a good night of getting drunk with your mates. And then, you know, it's just, I think it, when it comes around, I feel like everyone will be in the right headspace and it'll, be, it'll go down really well. So get your tickets. You, you won't want to miss it. Right, so there we go. That's everything that we wanted to share at the beginning of the episode. How's your week been, Adam? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, just, yeah, just still kind of a bit fed up. Just yeah. dying to do more. Um, I have to admit, I, I, I'll openly admit, I'm struggling with my eating. Yeah. Like, I know I mentioned this um, last time out, and I was doing so well. And when I'm in work, it's like... I'm working and I'm active and I'm doing the PE and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm on the go and then I have my healthy dinner and then that's it. So by the time I finish, you know, I'm, 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 I'm doing really, really like well, but when I'm at home, you know, it, it's so, so difficult. I'm finding it so, so difficult, especially with like, you've got Uber Eats, you've got Deliveroo, you've got Just Eat. They're all available at a click of a button. Yeah, you know, old school days where you'd have to go and get cash out, and then maybe ring somewhere up. But you wouldn't be able to do that in the day anyway. Now yeah. you can get milk delivery, the kernels on a bike. It, there's, yeah. there's just so many options now. I'm not saying that I've been getting loads of, of uh, like takeaways and stuff in the day because I haven't. But I did get one. Um, I, I was just having a bit of a down day, and and I just thought I need food to cheer me up. Simple as that. And the food did the food did cheer me up um, until obviously I ate it all and then I was a mess and then I was even more down because of how much of a mess have? I was because I'd gone to I went to this uh, I got this Deliveroo like this cafe yeah and I got them to deliver a uh, I got them to deliver see I, I I went tactical I got it at about half eleven yeah so I thought mm, it's breakfast but is it lunch I'll get both. Um, <laughs> So, so I got like this massive breakfast, um, this breakfast sandwich, but I got it on granary bread. So, you know, granary bread, tick, tick, granary bread. <laughs> I, I ticked, I ticked one box 
And then it was like... There's no you know, difference there. You do know there's no difference there. Bread's bread. I love, like, there's literally no difference in calories, no matter what bread you get. If you're going bread, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't dieting, you ain't, whether it's well, granary. No. And then, and then um, now, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the pod before, but I am an absolute sucker for a club sandwich. I, I... I goddamn love club sandwiches. It's, it ticks every box that there is. Chicken, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo, yeah. extra piece of bread. Do you have an egg on there? No, not on a club. bit too messy. And yeah. also takes away. I feel like the chicken, the bacon, the mayonnaise, everything mixes together just too nice. So they had a club sandwich on there as well. Uh, so I got that because with with like when you're ordering food and you're getting a delivery, there's always that minimum spend. Yeah. And and, and I've got this thing that I'm a bit OCD with my bank account. Like I like even numbers, you know, like round. I can't have say um, fourteen pound, you know, left in. It needs to be either twenty or it needs to be ten or it needs to be zero. I can't. <laughs> It's not going to be 20, is it? Do... You're not going to go to the bank and put six quid in. I've done it before. I tell you, do you want to know my, do you want to know my secret? Do you know what I do? I sometimes, I sometimes transfer dad, like, you know, say, say there's something in my account, say, I don't know, 208 quid. Yeah. So as you can tell, the other Mr. P is flush. <laughs> um, 208 quid. What I'll do is I'll transfer dad the A, right? And I'll right. say to him, just keep the eight for whenever I need a top up. So then all my bills and stuff will come out and I'll be on 57 pound. So then I'll text dad going, will you transfer me three to round it to 60? Honestly, it, it's super, super weird. Are um, you the sort of person that can't have the volume on the TV on an odd number? Yeah, I can't have it on an odd number. I can't have the car stereo on a, on an odd number. I also have been known to really round the account off, like, amazingly. So say I've got, like, £57.93. I'll put £17.93 petrol in. <laughs> That's just weird. Yeah. I, I don't get, like, I never look at my bank account. To... I don't know whether... Oh, I, oh, I, Wolf of Wall Street. No, I'm just saying, like, I'll never look at my, <laughs> I'll never look at my bank account and be like, <laughs> I'd never look at my bank account and be like, oh, God, it's only 57. It needs to get up to 50 or six. Wow, well, what does it matter? What, the, and do you know what that's going to do next time? Like the next live show or whatever we do, and I've got to pay you for it. I'm going to make sure I transfer the most awkward oh, amount of money, like 33, 69, just, just to mess you, you up. You, you transfer me 33 pounds, 69, 13, 69 is going in car <laughs> petrol, pal. It, I, I know it's weird. And I know people that might be listening weird. to this. I, I, just, I just don't know what it is. It's, I don't know whether it's going back to, I've got this this theory. It, I think it's going back to like the days where now it's not as much a problem now, but back in the day when you had to go and get cash out a lot for whatever yeah. really you were doing, 
I used to hate going to check my account and seeing like available balance 18 pound because I'd always be like, oh, you know, I only needed two dubs and I could take 20 sheets out. So I don't know whether that's just in my head constantly about like cash machines. But anyway, it's not the worst thing, is it? You know what I mean? There'll be, weird. There'll, be, but there'll, be, there'll be like girls, women listening to this. And at the end of the day, you can have a guy who cares and, and, and rounds his account off, or you can have a complete tool who's not very nice. And I feel like, you know, going back to the old husband goals line, <laughs> I, I take care. You've been so dining out problem? on that. You've been dining out on that since the Christmas live app. Even though I didn't tattoo? think you'd remember it. Have you not seen my tattoo? Back of my shoulder. <laughs> Hashtag husband goals. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what have you been saying anyway? No, I was just... I think the only thing from early in my life that still today affects me is I have a real issue. And mum's got a lot yes, to answer sir. for this. No, I've got a real issue with leaving food on a, on a plate. Like, obviously, me, you, and the other other Mr. P... You know, we're not small gentlemen. We are um, big lads. And, you know, when it came to eating food, it was like... It was a rat race, yeah. No holds barred. No hold, you yeah. know what I mean? Whatever was put on the table, you were just fighting for it. Like, I remember the arguments we would have about things like Yorkshire puddings on the Sunday, wow. on the Sunday dinner. Yeah, Back then, you know, it was only been a year or two and, and it still happens. But do you not remember, like, we'd be having a tea and it'd be something, you know, imagine it was like chicken nuggets. Yeah. And you would you would cast your eyes and count the nugs. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Like, you'd be like, whoa, 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 why have I got six and why has Lee got seven? And then Dad will be like, well, Lee's older. And I'll be like, that's rubbish. I weigh more than him. It was, yeah, but it was then that backfired. That backfired because I know for a fact that when we used to work, when I used to work at Next, um, and I'd be on like a five ten Monday <laughs> shift, right? And oh, Dad'd yeah, do me a plate yeah. of chicken nugget and chips and leave it on the side. I know for a fact there would have been maybe like ten nuggets that were depleted by the time I got home. Half of them would have been gone. And I know it was like you and Ryan would just help yourselves while I was replenishing the ladies, <laughs> the ladies' floor stock. Thinking, oh, don't worry. Once I get through this shift, I've got a, a plate of chicken nuggets. I thought you were saying, I thought I knew my nuggets would be gone while I was replenishing the ladies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what's funny about that. This is the, that's so true, by the way. I was an absolute nightmare for yeah. stuff like that. But what the best thing was is I was so careful. So if you had a plate, now dad used to just be, dad used to be, solid Icelandsman, didn't he? So yeah. it'd be chips, spaghetti hoops, chicken nuggets, something like that. Yeah, turkey dinosaurs. If I was ever kind of dabbling on your tea, I'd, I'd have a little bit of a dip in the spaghetti hoop sauce. But then if there was, any, if there was ever a trail of the like tomato sauce coming off the plate, any evidence left, <laughs> I'd get a piece of kitchen towel and wipe it off to make, and then it put the... Yeah put the other plate on top of it to make sure that there was no um you know there was no blowback and that's led to a real issue as an adult where i cannot leave food like we'll go to you know back when you could go to restaurants there'd be times where we go to restaurants and 
you know, we'd, we'd order a meal and Claire would eat maybe, you know, she'd leave a little bit. I have to finish it. I have to, I cannot leave food on a table and, and I'll overeat to the point where I'll, I'll almost be sick. It's, it's not right. It's a condition I don't like. I mean, I'm trying my best. I mean, I've, you know, before Christmas, I did pretty well with the, with the diet, but this second or third lockdown, whichever one it is, I've, I've, um, yeah, it's Fell hit me hard. Yeah, I've, not, not so much. I've, I've just sort of maintained, I put a bit more, bit weight, bit of weight back on, um, and then just sort of maintained. So I've been doing a little bit of exercise, but when it comes to the weekends, I've been takeaway. Yeah, yeah, but at the end been, of the day, the way, the only the thing way you can I enjoy. Feel, the way I, exactly, at the, at the moment. Now, you know, now you talked about the live show schedule. Yeah. And I want people in the group to push me for this. Because of the live show schedule now, that it's like second half of the year, really, where it's going off. I'm desperate to shift weight. Uh, before the live show. I want to be looking good on the stage, basically. I don't want to be looking like you, your hand solo and I'm Jabba the Hutt. I want it to look like <laughs> we're, we're, you know, you're Skywalker and I'm solo. It's, it's, it needs to be. I'm solo. It needs to be. Right, I'm I'll solo. Take you're I'll take Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. I'll take Chewy because Chewy's in great shape. To be fair. <laughs> um, it was funny, you know, when I was in school, obviously before I got, before I got my letter, um, these the, the kids were sat there at a table and they were saying to me, uh, can you do any impressions? It was hilarious that they asked me that. I can do a great <laughs> Boris, lads, lads. Um, and they said, can you do any impressions? Uh, and I said, I've, I've been known to dabble, guys, yeah. <laughs> and then they went, um, can you do Yoda? So I went, yeah, right, yeah, right, I've got Yoda in my locker, yeah. So the kid had um, the kid had what did he have on his plate? Maybe sausages uh, for his school dinner, and I went, "Hmm, sausages they are like that, right?" <laughs> That's kids, pretty good. Yeah, kids, absolutely. Mmm, <laughs> mmm, <laughs> feisty one you are. <laughs> Came at the frog, um, and then this other kid goes, "Do Chewbacca?" This is the problem in it when you do an impression. Yeah. People think you can do loads. And like, I've never, I, I say this all the time, I've never, even, you know, before the podcast, I've never been known as an impressionsman. But um, I said, can I do Chewbacca? I went, yeah, right, I can. And I went, and I did it. And it was like one of them things where it just magically happened. So let me Go see on. if I've still got it here. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like you've yawned. It's just a yawn. Wait, wait, wait. Let me take a sip of water. Right. Round two. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shocker. No, no, no. No, no. Third time's a charm. (laughs) That's my attempt. <laughs> what was that? No, I laughed. Wait. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, kids, lo- kids loved it. <laughs> um, 
Uh, but honestly, yeah. it's, it's moments like that, genuinely, uh, that that are making me just miss being at school. Like, it, it, yeah. I, I'm probably missing the kids <laughs> and the staff badly. And I'm not saying like hooking out impressions at school. <laughs> no, nothing to do with educating the kids. Nothing to do with the progress. <laughs> kids, can you guess who this is? <laughs> missing school, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, no, but honestly, I have to say before we, we continue, um, been receiving just some really, really nice messages on Instagram. Uh, and like I said, if you don't follow already, uh, at to Mr. P's podcast uh, Instagram page, just loads of kind of, well, it's basically I run it and I just kind of put funny posts on and, and I hopefully put funny stories on for you all. And uh, just some of the messages that I've been receiving about people in similar situations to me having to shield. Uh, I've had some, you know, or we've had some really lovely ones about how much the podcast has been helping and stuff like that. And, you know, it does, it does genuinely mean a lot. So thank you to everyone who's, who's been in touch. And uh, we're really hoping that these weekly episodes are helping you through. Um, and then, because what have we got now? I was going to say this. So we've got today's app. We've got yeah. next step, yeah. and then are we going at plus because we've got the live on Thursday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there it is, guys. This is this this is the penultimate. Penultimate. Not it's prenul- what? penultimate. Is it it's penultimate, not penultimate. Or is it prenuptial? No, it's penuptial. Uh, penultimate. <laughs> You're confusing me now. Hey, going back to what you were saying about takeaways, by the way, I was reading, um, or it was on the news, that, you know, Just Eat, Just Eat, eat. right, um, is now worth more than Marks and Spencers. You are joking. I am not joking. It's worth more. It's crazy when you think about that, isn't it? Like, if you were to say 10 years ago that there's going to be an app that doesn't even cook any food or doesn't even own any restaurants will be valued more than Marks and Spencers. You'd be, you'd, you'd think, you'd, you wouldn't believe it. Do you, do you remember, do you remember the first time using Just Eat? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. I do. I do. I remember I was at, um, I was at my mate's, I was at my mate's uni house. And uh, so this must have been maybe 09, 10. Yeah, uh, eleven round about then, and uh, I remember it was kind of like should we get some food and 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 it was still leaflet days like looking at a menu and whatever. And I remember this guy was like, "Yeah, see what you want." And I said, "Oh, is the menu on the website?" And he was like, "Nah, it's this thing called Just Eat. You can look at different takeaways and look at the menus." Yeah, <laughs> the day that changed my <laughs> life. <laughs> I was the one. You know, from about, about about a week later, someone was like, oh, should we get some food? And then I was like, did somebody? <laughs> so I should be I should be gifted the the royalties. I was going to say the loyalties then. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And, and also just one more thing, a massive, a massive salute and well done to everyone who's, who's, who's at school and, and still during this craziness. What a great job you're all doing. Well, I've got to start with this first. So the first uh, feature of this episode is going to be another Strange Things. So let's first play the jingle. 
Strange things that only happen in primary school. Um, and this affected me um, over the weekend. So obviously last week, first week that the children have been back in or all of the children have been back in. Um, and I don't know about you, but it seemed that quite a few people were in the same situation as, as, as I was, that by Friday evening, I was just di- like full, full of a cold, like full on head cold, you know, where, you know, nose is running, you've got like a phlegmy cough, you're getting hot and cold sweats. Oh, yeah. it was just, I, and I had that all skin, weekend. Your skin just feel grim. Oh, I just, I just feel horrible. And like the kids had it as well. So, that, so straight away I was fearing the worst. I was like, oh, here we go. It's finally caught me. The COVID, <laughs> the Rona's got me. But I did one of those, um, is it a lateral flow test? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was no. I, what a part, what a faff that is, by the way. I was like, <laughs> I was like, gag it. I was almost throwing up trying to get scrape the back of my throat. Anyway, so that came out negative. So it wasn't. It was just. It didn't fit in with the symptoms of you know. Didn't have a high temperature. Wasn't a dry continuous cough. It was just more like a phlegmy sort of thing. Um, and then I put on my Twitter and on my Insta story, like anyone else gone into the weekend <laughs> after a week of the kids being back really bunged up, um, quickly realized that I should have clarified that ever so slightly because the amount of people who were messaging me going that they were constipated as well. And I was <laughs> like, no, 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 I didn't mean from that end. I meant like bunged up with my nose and like full. I'm still, you probably still sound, I'm a bit nasally at the minute. It's funny because Claire's now got it as well. So she was fine over the weekend and now she's caught it. But yeah, I should have clarified it. But it, it seems whenever that happens, whether it's September, after Christmas, after Easter, guarantee you will most likely go into that first weekend with some sort of bug or some sort of cold or something like that. It just happens, doesn't it? It's so true. It's so, so true. You just you just know it's going to happen at some stage because, you know, and, and I feel like it's different now because like you said, you you know, you just had your normal common cold, but because yeah. of the state of play, it's kind of like, ooh, could it Panic be? Stations, isn't yeah. it? And I think that's what's happening because, you know, there's always the certain children that come in and they are like, I'd say out of the year, maybe ten out of the twelve months, they're bunged up. Yeah, they've got the they've got the crusty Russells, the crusty crows. What mucus, Malcolm? <laughs> yeah, but like you know what I mean, though, don't it? Like yeah. where like you ask them to read out in class, and they go once upon a time. <laughs> and it's just kind yeah. of like, oh God, yeah. God, sit down. Um, and I think yeah, it's panic stations now, isn't it? It's like. Um, you just don't know. So, uh, you know, are the, are, the, are the bunged up Billy's going to be staying at home? You know, because of the well, way that it something more serious. I don't know. I don't know. I think this, there was a lot of a lot of bubbles bursting last week as well. That's that's a that's wounding, isn't it? It's like having th- nearly three months off school for you to be back for like two days and then someone tests positive. Absolute it's, nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of because we are approaching. Um, we are approaching a year since we did the first kind of start of our weekly lockdown apps of the yeah. last kind of uh, the start of it. And, and I still believe that if you'd have asked us on that day, I remember when we recorded it outside, we had the hand sanitizer, we were socially distanced. 
if you'd have asked us on that day that in a year's time we would have we wouldn't even be able to do the pod together anymore (laughs) it had to be virtual and schools would still be going down and stuff i just wouldn't have believed it i think it's funny when you look back because i remember obviously it all went down in march and i remember going Things will be sweet by my birthday. My birthday's October. Things will be sweet by my birthday. I'm I'm now concerned about my next birthday. Do you know what next I mean? It's been October. that long. Well, a little bit. When when was it that we went into the first lockdown? Was it March 13th? It, it was, yeah, it was March, yeah. Right, so there will be people now who will be celebrating a second birthday. In fact, I'm, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Rob Beckett. He... Um, shared something on his Instagram, which was, I'll try and find it now, because it just goes to show how long we've been in this mess. So he, um, uh, yeah, so Christmas 2019, I gave my 16-year-old son tickets to see Rob Beckett on the Wallop Tour in March 2020. Understandably, with COVID, it kept being pushed back. Just heard the new date, which is two days before his 19th birthday. At least now he'll be able to buy the interval <laughs> beers. So buying tickets <laughs> for your son to go and see him when he's 16 and eventually going to see him when he's 19. That is That's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. So um yeah, so uh I, I hope anyone who did pick up a bug last week, you got through. I'm I'm feeling better now. We're getting, you know, getting through it. So is what it is. So the next feature, because what we're going to try and do this week, because I know everyone's really busy and obviously time is precious, is we're going to try and fit as much as we can in and keep it as close to an hour as possible just to make sure you get a full hour of nonstop bants. So the next uh, feature, and I'm bringing this one back because I've not, I've not, I don't think I've done this feature 2021. Um, possibly the worst of all the jingles. <laughs> Would you say this is the worst of the jingles? Which is this one, the Back to the Future one? Yeah. Uh, no, this isn't the worst. What's the worst? You've got like a highlight reel of shockers. Well, um, the only other one is the parents one, which, which we are still on the lookout for anyone who can suggest a better jingle for the parents. This is the, the thing. Weird. This is the thing. I, I, I'd love to put it out there because... Um, I did what I say, actually. Well, two things. One is, please, someone sent us that amazing other Mr. P joke jingle, which is unreal. So if you're listening again, get a, get an awkward parent interactions one done. Anyone yeah. who's got any sort of musical talent, get it done. Because we did ask Courtney John, didn't we? We said, <laughs> what about you, mate? Do you could do a jingle for the weird parent interactions? He sent us one. It was one of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be absolutely honest, as you like. He's, he's, he's not the worst, but it was up there, that performance. Yeah. It wasn't an off day. And then secondly, <coughs> I think, Lee, we, we hit him with, if you do a review on Apple Podcasts, yeah. and then not, not a haiku review, just a fresh review, saying something really nice about the pod, then post it in the Facebook group. We'll pick yeah. a chicken dinner and we'll send uh, a, a, one of the very last Nana Maureen mugs your way. So right, okay. 
So you've got to post the review to Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and then stick it on the Facebook group. Stick it on the Facebook group, maybe tag us in it, and yeah. then we'll uh, and then we'll have a little look. Who 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 basically sums the pod up perfectly, and then you will have a Nanamori mug on its way to on you. On the way. Right, so let's get into the next feature then. The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Things only kids don't... Well, it's... It doesn't really fit under this feature, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but I'm going for you've it anyway. You put people through the pain of listening to the jingle, <laughs> but it doesn't actually go in this section. No, right. So what I'm going to say is, let, let's go back to our childhood, right? You're in school and someone starts picking on you and calling you a name. What was your go-to response when you were a kid? Uh, no, you are. Said you are. What am I? Exactly. That's what that was the given, wasn't it? That was just like, you know, I know you are, said you are, but what am I? Right. I think the next generation are coming out with the thing I saw the other day on Twitter, absolute game changer. Now, there's there's massive generational divides at the minute, isn't there? You know, we talked about the the royal family last week and everything going on there, and that's showing a massive generational divide in that. A certain age bracket, the younger age bracket, are empathising more with Harry and Meghan. The older are more with the royal family, right? And, you know, it tends to be that the older generation looks down on the younger generation, right? That tends to what is what happened. You know, you get it all the time as a teacher when you speak to people and they're always like, oh, yeah, tough gig teaching. Because you know what it's about teaching? Kids just don't know the born, which I hate as a phrase in itself. Now, don't get me wrong, there are certain things this younger generation do. It makes me sound so old as well, but I'm, I'm accepting that I am. There is, there is a generational gap now between, you know, I'm a millennial, you're a millennial, and then you've got the Gen Z. So, you know, I don't know what, what the next one's going to be called Gen Z after Gen Z. The Coronas. The Coronas, right? so obviously there's certain things gen z are doing that i'm not i'm not a fan of like i don't know if you've heard that they were trying to cancel eminem recently did you hear about this no no No, so we've all been there you have an unexpected medical expense or you get into a fender bender but you don't have the money to pay for it immediately. Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that could help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. To download the Dave app, go to dave.com today. That's D-A-V-E dot com. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 
it was it was going around on the likes of TikTok and Instagram that they didn't quite like some of Eminem's lyrics. In fact, the lyric that they cho- <laughs> the lyric that they decided to get offended at um, is probably one of the most mild lyrics of Eminem. But the straight, the, the, my generation will not allow that to happen because he was and remains one of the greatest uh, artists of our time. Eminem. I mean, offensive, absolutely. But that's exactly why you were listening to it. You knew what you were getting. It was what you needed at that time, you, you know. Um, but anyway, I can't be standing that. You're not cancelling Eminem, no thank you. But I saw this tweet from a teacher, I think it was in America actually, that was saying she saw one of the best comebacks she's ever seen when a child was called a name. And the child, I loved it. I can't tell you how much I love it. The child got t- called a name and just reached into the pocket and whacked out an Uno reverse card. (laughs) 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 Which, I'm not being funny, is absolute genius. Like, if that child has thought of that as a comeback, you know, it's just, it's a belter. It it puts, no you are, say you are, but what am I? That can get in the bin. Flipping out a Uno reverse card when you're getting burnt, or where you're getting a bit of a, uh, a name calling, uh, my hat goes off to them. If that was a child in my class, they'd be getting every sort of award. They'd be sticking <laughs> up to the eyeballs. They'd be getting VIP. They'd be able to wear a cushion on the chair for the next week. They'd be up in a, well, not in assembly, virtual assembly. I'd probably make a whole display just for the child who flipped out on Uno <laughs> Reverse. Did you, the sash? Did you say the sash? No. Do you, do you have go a sash? Go have a primary school sash. I mean, that was never, never, that's again one from, we, we got a sticker if we were lucky. But I was saying to, to Lily, because obviously Lily, I've talked on the podcast before, there's a couple of girls in her class who can be, uh, you know, not so nice. And um, I think when they got back in school, they were, I, I, I think it's down to jealousy, to be honest, because Lily's been absolutely smashing it with the old lip syncs on, on TikTok. And uh, to be fair, puts me to shame with uh with the Gavin and Stacy stuff and uh, just the amazing like we've been getting so many lovely comments which has been great and I think if you watch the progression you can see that she's coming out of herself and becoming more confident in that with it but obviously there's a couple of girls who have obviously seen how popular and how many views and all that so- and they've started being a bit horrible to her so I just slipped <laughs> a Nuna reverse card in a coat the other day and I was like listen if they say anything I mean, it's a pure jealousy thing, isn't it? Like they wish they had dads as cool as this guy who was oh, who was all over TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, just slips it. It's like I bet, call- I, bet someone, I bet someone will say to Lily, like, your dad's an absolute loser, and she'll just keep the Uno card tucked away. <laughs> Not using it for that one. <laughs> yeah. A plus four. Wax out a plus four. I agree. <laughs> I'll take four yeah, more cards. I'll double down on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that that just made me uh made me laugh so much. I love Uno. Like we we discovered it last family holiday whenever that was when the kids were newborns probably and we got uh we got Uno and we used to play it every night you know when you'd go remember the holidays and you'd you'd go for something to eat and then you'd watch the evening entertainment and we'd always have a go on Uno so uh yeah I love it and and that to to whack it out when someone's giving you a giving you a you know you're taking a roast and you're just like reverse love it absolutely <laughs> love it so fair play younger generation 
Yeah, I'm, I'm that, not even that arguing against that. That is impressive. Right, so I've got the next feature and I will apologise wholeheartedly because it's the weird parent interactions, which means one thing, Lee's awful jingle is coming after a quick word from our sponsors. This week, we are once again proud to be sponsored by the brilliant... Just give me a second there, Lee. ICT. <laughs> I am going to do the sponsorship this week because I've actually been using this brand in my school and yeah. it is the absolutely fantastic PE Passport. Thanks. PE Passport are sponsoring two Mr P's this week and I can tell you firsthand that the app that I use for my school PE now makes everything so much easier the, the the resources that are on there the lesson plans the assessments everything it's dream stuff if only there was an english passport or a or whatever other subject they did <laughs> maths passport <laughs> maths passport yeah but for all your PE needs ah oh, it's it's absolutely i could not recommend it highly enough and if you go to the website primarypepassport.co.uk and quote Mr. P, you will get 10% off your subscription. So spread the word with your PE coordinators, PE teachers, and get signed up today. Parents can be so rude. Teachers are human too. Right, so I've got a couple here to share, and I have to say some of these really, really did tickle me. They tickled the big man, tickled <laughs> him right in his gut. Uh, so this one, and it's quite a few like parenting complaints. So one yeah. of them, uh, child not completing homework tasks. Parents said they can't get their year six child to stop watching the TV. I suggested they turn the TV off. They replied with, I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> <laughs> hello mcfly um our school now has a one-way system at drop-off time i'm sure every school does yeah uh, so parents need to walk all the way around the site regardless of where their drop-off point is i had one parent who wasn't happy about this claiming it makes her womb her to walk all the way around the site Needless to say, the other teacher, who was male, who I was stood with, felt it was a little bit too much information. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Even if it was that, why say it? Why not just say like, oh, my knees, I've, I've done my knee in. Yeah. Yeah, why do you have to go there? And then the funny thing is, if that was me, if I was that other male teacher, you don't remember, I, I used to think that womb and wound were like the same word. So I would have potentially asked about a, a gash or a cut. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then this one, uh, yeah. And then this one, a complaint from a parent because a child got splashed with water during a swimming lesson in the pool. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I can't stand parachute type but you know um parents who just moddy coddle to the point like how can you can how can you honestly have a sane enough mind to think a valid complaint would be that he got splashed 
by with water. If you got like whipped on the back with one of them foam like things. Oh yeah, yeah. I can understand the complaint there, but it's like yeah. my daughter got her hair wet. Oh my god, when? I was swimming yesterday. Like, Come yeah. on. Then this one. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi guys. Love the pod. I have a strange interaction from a group of parents from my NQT year. At the end of the year, I was moving on to a different school. I was opening all the lovely cards at the end of the day when I was taken aback by one of them. On the front cover was a zoomed in photo of my bottom. Inside was a poem about how much they were going to miss looking at my legs and bum during sports day. I was... I wasn't quite sh- uh, I wasn't quite sure how to process this, although I do have a pretty decent rear, if I don't say so myself. <laughs> I feel that as a bloke, it's a quite strange area to focus on. <laughs> I kept the card for a number of years. Bet you did. <laughs> Bet you bloody did. Uh, to prove to people that it actually happened, no. I once had a decent ace but unfortunately my now wife made me get rid of it boo (laughs) you know you have you have gone to the dark side there at the end of the day if if a group of parents zoomed in on any of my junk and sent me a card I'd be keeping that card whether my wife wanted it or not they took photos on my phone of the card, then throwing the card away. And then the card's in the cloud, baby. Did I ever tell you about that time where... So I used to work with a, a, another lad and we were quite good mates. And we obviously did all the football and stuff at school for a, a while. And then one of the teams, one of like the year six uh, football teams, they were all uh, playing at the same club at the weekend as well. So all the parents were really close and 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 that sort of thing and they used to have a like running joke about um like the mum's fancying me and me and the other teacher and then they had this charity night so uh, something to do with the football team one of the parents um was ill or yeah it was was quite ill so they did like a fundraising night and they asked me and <laughs> the other teacher to donate signed pictures of ourselves playing sport. So the other teacher was quite good at footy. So he got this really nice shot of him playing football. And I had to dig out, <laughs> dig out a rugby picture from years back. And then we had to sign it and it got auctioned to these parents. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and uh, actually raised... Was that yeah? That they those pictures made the most money in the auction. <laughs> Four quid was the most money. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, listen, listen to this, right? Because I'm telling you right now, this is up there for me. Because it's not just an awkward parent interaction; it is one of the biggest O's. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, it, it is. It's a really, you know, we love it when when uh, the features, the hybrid. Yeah, the hybrid, that's it, yeah. So, strap yourselves in, guys. It's not long, but... <laughs> a parent wrote a very aggressive note in the reading record, accusing me of testing the children without giving notice and threatening to report me to governors. She was furious her child had been given a mark of one out of ten in the reading record. 
I simply repri- replied, it's the date, the 1st of October. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. I mean, uh, I mean, if you got that, there's no better feeling, is there, than yeah. having that mic drop. I'm right, you're wrong. I'm big, you're small moment. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, yes. I just cannot believe it. I'd have to have done that in person. I'd have like invited the, the parent in to have a discussion about it, to then just in their face go, it's the date. <laughs> just be like, it's the date. It'd be so funny though if you did invite the parent in, sat him down, coffee, made him a drink, <laughs> sat down, probably took your time, undid your blazer, put it on the back of your chair, sat down. <laughs> it's the date, you fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, right. That, 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 absolutely unbelievable. So yeah, that's the weird parent interactions, and I, I have to say, some of them I thought were brilliant. Right. So and, what we've sorry, sorry. Just before we do move on to any parents out there who's you know when things are back to normal and they send their children swimming with school, they might get wet. It's just a heads <laughs> up. I'm just giving you that little bit of a warning. So when they come back and say. I got a bit of water on me. It's not uh, for to be told to the teacher. So yeah. And just on another point, um, the taking a photo of a teacher's ass and putting it on a card <laughs> isn't going to be received well by everyone. <laughs> it's pro- it's prohibitado. Yeah, I mean, would you? Let's say let's say we go for that. So would you prefer to win teacher rear of the year, right? As, a, as an award, or would you prefer to win actual teacher of the year? Well, actual, actual obviously actual teacher of the year, but, you know, if... if Liar! If was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, no, it, it obviously is it's out of order. I, I don't mind... See, I, I don't mind that little bit of, like, cheeky, cheeky bants. It depends what the relationship you had with... The kind of parents and and the and the, the you know the kind of camaraderie maybe if it just came out of the blue if I was like opening cards at the end of the year and there was one zoomed in on a really cold day of the front of my torso if they took a, a picture like, of you it'd be pure builders bum there'd just be crack <laughs> everywhere yeah thanks for having such good crack with my kids <laughs> uh, oh, they've done me with a pun as well like that Jaffa cake advert half moon full moon. Total eclipse. <laughs> Cheers for teaching my kid about the phases of the moon with your crack. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get your parents to zoom in on one of your eyes when you're having a bad eye day <laughs> and just say <laughs> Thanks for keeping an eye on my kids. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea how much impact you have on the kids. <laughs> or just uh, I'm taking the red eye. <laughs> yeah. I will really miss you. <laughs> you have terribly itchy eyes. <laughs> I've just lost the pun now. I'm just attacking. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> um, right, so I found, or we found some more, because uh, I know this is a feature a lot of people like, um, weird wedding stories. Yes, I love it. I've got a couple to share for you. Um, So, (laughs) uh, my wedding story to retell is that the uh, priest officiating my wedding had a heart attack 
and my now wife and I caught him as he fell. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know, genuinely, though, right, I have to be honest, you know my mind works in weird ways, i.e. Yeah. the bank account. When you, when you were telling that story, like, re- just repeat the start of it, and I'll tell you where to stop. The priest, uh, the priest officiating my wedding had a heart attack. Yeah, right. I, I genuinely thought you were going to say, for weird wedding stories, the priest who was officiating my wedding had a hard on. That's what I thought you were going to say. And I was, I was going to think to myself, like, imagine, pitching a tent. You take, you take it. If you don't, I will laugh. Sorry. I've just realised I didn't pay any attention. Was he okay? Well, yeah, we have a video of my wife in a wedding dress consoling the priest's wife, who is in tears behind the podium. One of my groomsmen is an ER doctor and handled the situation well, and the priest finally came back around. He was so stubborn and insisted on finishing the ceremony through the sound of sirens of the ambulance coming for him. Then my brother, best man, passed out minutes later. Apparently, he'd put on the wrong collared shirt and it was too tight around the neck. <laughs> what an absolute, what a mess. I mean, usually like the priests or, you know, the person, the, the wife would be like the organist. Yeah. Imagine, like, dun, 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 just absolutely wounded. But the funny, I tell you what, that groomsman's clearing up with the bridesmaids, isn't he? See the fact that, see, see how I sh- saved the wedding and the priest's life? Yeah. <laughs> At least the paramedics had something to do while the priest was finishing up. My brother spun and handed the rings off to the uh, ER doctor groomsman as he fell. And my wife and I just burst out laughing at that point. <laughs> oh, what have it done to be at that wedding? <laughs> That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, God. It'd be, it'd be a nervy. You'd be nervous going through the uh, vows with the priest, though, wouldn't you? Like, once he's had the heart attack, he'd be like, so repeat after me. <laughs> in sickness and in health and you're going is it now <laughs> they're going now or uh, <laughs> right uh another one ex-girlfriend of the groom showed up at a wedding at uh, the wedding uninvited and drunk he broke up with her 10 years earlier and has not seen her in over eight years she was loud and saying very perverted things about what she wanted to do to the groom the bride steps up and does what? So go on, retell that. I lost the first bit. So an ex-girlfriend of the groom showed up at the wedding, uninvited and drunk. He broke up with her 10 years earlier and had not seen her in over eight years. She was loud and saying very perverted things about what she wanted to do to the groom. The bride steps up. Um, the bride stepped up and... Um, I don't know, launch the bouquet at her head. No, goes all out and punches the ex in the face, knocking her out cold. The bride we know... With that new wedding ring on. (laughs) Yeah, knuckle duster. The the bride we know is a normally calm and peaceful person. A few of us carry the ex out of the reception and drop her at the apartment. Uh, Bride told my wife, uh, there is nothing that will ruin my wedding day. Oh, I mean, you go off sympathy there. I, I, I was thinking during that, like, what would I have done if uh, uh, an ex turned up at my wedding and was sprouting, you know, 
stuff about me and stuff. Sprouting. Yeah, you say that, don't you? Like sprouting stuff. No, spouting. Oh, is you don't it? sprout. <laughs> was, she growing, was she growing <laughs> mushrooms? I'm nowhere. So, flowers. Um, <laughs> and she was, was sprouting gonna, all over the place. <laughs> what I was going to say was, <laughs> what I was going to say was, I rate at that point, you know, if it was kind of like, uh, you know, Adam, do you take Kim? And then my ex came in just like, I rate I'd have done a priest. I rate I'd have just collapsed. <laughs> collapsed like the hell To be fair, the chance of any of your ex coming to save, they were, they were away celebrating. Good luck. How's he managed to, how's he managed to trap you? Yeah. Uh, but what I did discover as well, one other thing I wanted to share. I then discovered this article on BuzzFeed. I don't know if you've ever come across BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, but it's full of gems. It's full of some good little articles just to pass time if you're on your phone scrolling when you're um, on the loo or whatever. And it was 15 divorce lawyers reveal the weirdest reasons their clients got divorced. So no, you know, because I reckon that was quite a surprise for the groom, just realizing that your wife's packing a punch and just knocks your ex out. That's probably some society wife you've never seen before. And I often think, you know, after being married for 10 years, is there anything my wife could do now that would really shock, shock me? Because I just think I know her too well. But some of these, yeah. some of these are just, are just brilliant. Because I think like, obviously the one positive, well, one thing that's going to happen throughout this whole lockdown is it's either going to make or break a lot of relationships. And I think if you can make it through this pandemic, that's when you know you've met the one. If you can go pretty much a whole year just cohabiting, living with the same person without any sort of break, I think that's that's where you know you've you've got it made right. So, what about this one? I mean, would this would this be constitute divorce for you, Adam? I deal with a lot of divorces at work. I once reviewed a complaint for divorce because the wife always left poop stains in the toilet. <laughs> would that? I'd be divorcing myself. <laughs> would that would that constitute divorce for no. you, Adam? Yeah, never, no. no. You're quite happy I, with the skids? Yeah, well, it, to be fair to Kim, it doesn't happen. But uh, if, if I ever discover <laughs> To be fair that, to Kim, she flushes them off. If, uh, yeah. Well, what, <laughs> then, hey, here's one for you, right? I was about, genuinely, I was about, uh, let me think of my age now. I think I was about 27 when I discovered that the, the toilet brushes that are next to toilets are, are used to, to scrub them kind of things off. For some reason, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah honestly. Right. I left about- to, just, to, just, to, just to tell you how it happened, because <laughs> I was at my friend Charlie's. Um, I, I had, you know, stomach when nothing I could do, ran to the loo, Destroyed his toilet in Worcester. Was it half past two? <laughs> <laughs> so went in there, came out, and you know what Charlie's like. Now he, yeah. he will be listening to this and love you, brother. But he, you know he's a proper like he's a perfectionist. He's OCD about everything. He came in and he's posh. You've got a posh voice, Annie. Yeah. And he's going like, my God, Adam, you've left poo all around the <laughs> all around all around the ruddy bottom of the toilet. And I went, well, what am I supposed to do? And he went, there's a, there's a ruddy toilet brush there. 
And I was going, what do I do with that? And he was like, you can't be bloody serious. <laughs> no, hang on. What did you think it was before? If you didn't think it was used to clean the toilet, what do you think they were there for? I thought you used it. You remember them? You know them like little, um, them like little like toilet kind of uh, pastels. What do you call them? <laughs> Fruit like pastels. No, like toilet. Like ducks, the toilet. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought they were kind of to to hook them out or to push them down. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, live and learn, eh? Right, what about this one? One of our com- consults came in because his wife had been proposed to by one of those online scam people posing as the Prince of Turkey or something. She fell for it and was going to give him $45,000 and move to Turkey to marry him. <laughs> I think I'd divorce. I, if, if, if I was married to someone who would fall for that, that would be grounds for divorce for me. Oh, God. Imagine turning up to the airport and someone's out <laughs> with an actual turkey. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's one, and we've heard this one before. My client divorced her husband because he insisted on bringing his mother on their hum- honeymoon. The reason? Uh, breastfeeding. Yes. The no. reason, because his mother was still breastfeeding him. Yes, no. the husband, a f- grown man, was still breastfeeding. That's a no-go. That's an absolute, that's an absolute red flag. 100%. <laughs> I don't think there's many people who wouldn't, who wouldn't agree. Nah, nah, I'd, I'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with that. Um, one of my co-workers has been married seven times. One time she divorced a guy because he was too good looking and she couldn't trust him. Another time, she divorced a man because he came home with the wrong brand of hot dogs. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a cardinal sin. It's a cardinal sin, but you can't be throwing, you can't be chucking divorce out for the wrong wieners. <laughs> My friend's sister was a strict vegetarian. One night, her husband gave her fish and meat, but she thought it was a meat substitute. When she found out it was real meat, she divorced him. I mean, how serious are these marriages are? I mean, these are like everyday mistakes. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? Claire was watching that Married at First Sight Australia. Have you watched that? Oh, yeah, I've heard a bit about that, yeah. Yeah, and that's just mad. It's just mad. Um, I knew a couple who got divorced after the wife walked in on her husband who was rubbing poop from their baby's diaper all over his body. Oh, no, 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 no. That is an absolute disgrace. That's a disgrace. That's horrendous. Oh, my God. I so didn't expect that. (laughs) I want to move on now. (laughs) One last one. This one just tickled me. I had a client file for divorce because every morning his wife would ask him how he takes his coffee. Every morning... For seven years. <laughs> to, to be fair, I'm with him on that. If after seven years, I think if your missus or your partner doesn't know what you have as a morning drink by the time you're married, you're not ready to get married. It's too soon. Like, but then every morning, how annoying would that get? Because you know, 
obviously I love my wife, you love your wife, but there will be things they do that just grate on you a little bit. You know, certain things, you know, nothing major. I can imagine, I can imagine if I was married to someone and every bloody morning they got up and said, how do you take your coffee? The same way as yesterday <laughs> and then for seven years. Because you can imagine that honeymoon period. You'd be like, oh, oh I'll just take it, you know, milk, one sugar. Yeah. Whereas after, what, what, at what point, I mean, he's gone seven years there. Well, I, I think, I, I think, you know, he, he, I mean, seven years, seven years is a joke. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's the equivalent of Kim asking me whether I want ice in my drink. It's yeah. like it's, it's an absolute given yeah. that any drink I have needs to have ice in. So if every time, every day, every time Kim was making me a drink, was saying, "Do you want ice?" I, they, 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 I'd say it would have been in the first week or two, or I'd have just made it really, really clear, and I'd have gone, "Listen, I'm really enjoying how this is going. I will always have ice. So let's leave it there." And don't ever ask me that godforsaken question again. Seven years? <laughs> I can just imagine her being um I can just imagine her being so surprised by <laughs> by it as well. I only wanted to know how you took it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh there's some great ones. What about this one? I know we said we moved on, but um uh one of my well, where is it? Where's it gone? Oh, yeah. My cousin divorced his wife because after his wife's father murdered two people in a robbery gone wrong, she defended him and harassed the victim families over Facebook. <laughs> 100% right, that. Yeah. Oh, I got to get rid of him. That, that's, that's great. So if nothing else, that might just make you... Because obviously times are hard. It might be struggle. You might be getting on each other's nerves. You might be getting on top of each other. But hopefully sharing some of those reasons there might give you a bit of perspective and just maybe think, well, it could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. So anyway, we are going to finish this week's episode with another helping from good old Cockney John. So let's now play his notorious jingle. Cockney, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your views just hypnotise me. Cockney John. Views. Right, so this is going to be the last uh, Cockney John Notorious View uh, until the live episode, because he always has a little bit of a section for the live episode. Uh, Thursday, April 1st. Yeah. Don't uh, don't miss out, get your tickets. Um, so again, we're kind of on the, the lit- literacy uh, schedule with old Cockney John, aren't we? And he's, he's done, he did the Gruffalo. Yeah. Um, hungry he, caterpillar, the hungry caterpillar. Uh, so this time, when now again, if if you're if you listen to this and you enjoy it, or you have a book, a famous <laughs> children's book that you think you would love to hear Cotney John's notorious view on, yeah, then throw it into the Facebook group, message me on Instagram, and we'll we will put it to him. Because someone actually messaged saying, I would really love if Cotney John did this. And I put it to Cotney John and Cotney John ran with it. So what he's doing yeah. is the tiger who came to tea. Classic. 
classic. Yeah. So here we go. Strap yourselves in. The Targa who came to tea. Warning. This is not appropriate for children. The Targa is definitely mum's boyfriend. She loves a bit of it. <laughs> Let's look at the facts. First, we're told there's a ring at the doorbell. It couldn't be the milkman because he's already been this morning. I'll bet he did with extra cream. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be the boy from the shop because it isn't the day he comes. She's got a timetable for all these men. And what's worse, she shares it with her daughter. <laughs> Sophie opens the door and sees a big, furry, stripy targer. Clearly a man with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and his smile to Sophie as he pokes his head round the door says more than words ever could. His face says... <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> this bit, this bit really did tickle me. Oh, so clearly a man with a beard. Yeah, and his smile to Sophie as he pokes his head round the corner says more than words ever could. <laughs> his face says, "I'm here." To <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, I'll do it. <laughs> More than words ever could. <laughs> His face says, I'm here to plow. <laughs> so, so make yourself scarce, kid. Plow! Of course, mum invites him in. She can't get enough. <laughs> 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 then she lets him eat and drink everything, even daddy's beer. That's low, mum. Put it about as much as you want, but leave dead <laughs> stuff alone. The targa makes his way through everything in the ass. This is clearly a metaphor. He's come in and marked his territory. He's taken what he wanted and done one quick before dads get home. <laughs> I'll never see this book the same. <laughs> So this guy's coming to the house and taking everything. Mum's worried now. She knows that daddy's coming home. Sophie can't even have a bath because the tap has run out of water. Excuse me, the tap's what? That's not how it works. Mum's clearly gives him, gives as much respect to caring for her daughter as she does for her wedding vows. <laughs> She's had a fun day entertaining the tiger while Sophie's filthy. Mum of the year goes to. <laughs> Finally, daddy comes home. He takes one look at Sophie and knows what's up. He scoops her up and takes her out for dinner. Mum spends a meal staring at her plate. She's busted and there's nothing she can do about it. Daddy's happy. He knows that all of, it, all of this is being recorded and sent off to the social. Not long now. And him and Sophie can finally get that flat away from mum and her plethora of male visitors. <laughs> like I said, don't let your children read this story. It's smart. If I was that dad, I'd have a tiger skin rug by now. <laughs> you know, I can't believe 
He's not sworn. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that felt very personal to me. <laughs> it was almost like <laughs> Courtney, John, and Dad had a lot more in common. Like it was almost it was almost speaking to Courtney, John, on a different level there. <laughs> Let me just go back because he's I not sworn once. I always no, I listen and try and make note. I mean, I think it's hit hard. That book has obviously hit Cotney John on a different <laughs> level. He can't even bring himself to swear. And he smiles to Sophie as he pokes his head around the door. Says more than words ever could. The tiger's face says, I'm here to plow. That's it. That's it. I'm done. done. Are you sure Cockney Cockney was from London and not from some sort of farming village? It sounds like what might have happened to his family. Like, I'm here to plow, and it's a guy with a beard. I just imagine a farmer rocking up in his wellies, ruining Courtney John's childhood. The milkman's already been. Yeah, this, this definitely, it's definitely hit the Courtney John harder than anything else. But I have to say, <laughs> I enjoyed that. My God, that yeah. made me laugh. Oh, good. Right. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. We just want to say massive thank you for all the support and for listening once again. We hope it uh, helps. We hope we can keep you company as we navigate through these difficult times. As we said at the beginning of the episode, get your tickets for the next live app in a couple of weeks. But you can also now get tickets for our rescheduled live tour coming to a theatre near you. Uh, remember, if you do want to win a Nanamori mug, you can go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, uh, leave a five-star glowing review of the podcast because it helps us get further up the charts, which means more people might see the pod, listen to it, and we can keep growing. Um, go to Facebook, join the Facebook page, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Take care.